Yes, good morning. Welcome to this edition of our Home Improvement Show, presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is back, feeling a little closer to 100% this time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you were kind of hit with the alien last week. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Left the show and went to bed for a couple of days. <laughs> well, good for you. Anyway, it's good to see you back here, uh, helping our listeners out with home improvement questions. Uh, you know, I know in, in a future show, in fact, coming up in the not-too-distant future, I think our friend Luke Panic will be in. Mm-hmm. And we're actually, in spite of the snow coming today, we're going to talk about decks. I mean, we could talk about decks today, too, for that matter, right? Yeah. We had a, a question, Andy, earlier uh, on the that we didn't get because we weren't sure. And I said, let's ask Andy when he comes in. But it was a lawn and garden question about sunlight coming through the windows with uh, with a low E. Now, what is that emiss- emissivity, or what is what is that low E glass? What, what what the low E is going to do is reflect the sunlight, and with the windows that that we install here, it's actually a a low E that is going to allow some solar heat gain. The lower the sun is in the horizon, like in the wintertime, yeah. it's not straight up above, it, you will get solar heat gain from those windows. And, and as it uh, gets uh, farther and farther into the spring, into the summer, and that sun gets far, farther up in the horizon, it's going to start reflecting that heat and, and getting out. So you're getting the best of both worlds. It's keeping your uh, your house cool in the summer, and you're getting some solar but, heat gain in the uh, in the winter. But in I have one of my windows that isn't this way, yeah. and it's noticeably different. You can tell the difference. I can tell the difference, yeah. The question came, though, from a gardener who was concerned about indoor house plants would that affect the uh, would that cut down the the good stuff coming from the sun you know i uh i don't know the we'll answer have to, uh, i will uh that i'm sure that answer is able to be found out but i will uh, we'll do I some homework definitely look into that uh, right. i can't believe my wife hasn't asked me that in in the winter time or around this time of year you go down in my basement, and there's 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 black lights going, and she's got plants going started. She's doing something frost seeding out on the deck. I mean, it's it's like a garden center up in my house, and and of course with three dogs, they don't they don't ever knock over those seedlings oh, or plants or anything like that. Not. But because you that don't have little dogs, no, it doesn't. Horses. It never deters her. It's just it's a yeah, it's a it's one constant plant mess around our place. So, but. Wonderful garden in the uh, in the spring, so who am I to complain? Well, you know, this is the time of year, and we mentioned it last week, too. Uh, there was the Home and Remodeling Show at the U.S. Bank Stadium uh-huh. this weekend. It's the Home and Patio Show, home patio River show. Center in St. Paul. Correct. And then coming up to the Home and Garden Show yeah. the Convention Center. At Lindis convention at all center. of these, right? We are, and uh, you can see our, our Season Guard windows, our Infinity windows, the Sun Tunnel skylights, Leaf Guard gutters, of course, LP Smart Siding, uh, you know, GAF Shingles, we, we have lots of guys there to answer any questions that you have. And, of course, we have free labor going at every one of these home shows. So if you want to sign up for a free estimate on any huh. one of those products, you will get a chance to get free labor. If you can't get to one of these home shows, I know uh, yesterday the parking was a bit of a bear for the home and patio show. Today and tomorrow it should be a little bit better. Um, I know today is. It was really easy parking down there, talking to my guy today. That uh, it was just just it's quick and in, and you're able to get down to the home show and, and check it out. But if you can't get there, all you have to do is go online. You can check out our website and sign up for one of those estimates there and get ahead of the curve for yes. the spring rush. Remember, Earlier than later is is the best. Yeah, remember there's there's only about forty percent of the the homes affected by uh, last year's uh, storm up in the North Metro. We're actually finished and and are really? done. Really, and and so you can just just go up and drive around the Blaine area. It's amazing. 
all of these roofs that got done, but, but windows are still boarded up, siding still boarded up, decks. There's a lot of decks that need to be refinished or refaced. So there's a lot of that that's going on. If you want to get your home improvements done yet this spring, I would start now. Okay. And you can start by giving us a call if you have a question for Andy, 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807-81807. What are the crews working on at this time of year? I mean, we've got everything, I suppose. Now, we're going to get moderating temperatures this week. Yeah. And the snow is coming today. Snow is coming today. And tonight, but boy, a lot of melting the rest of the week. Correct. So we will be doing everything come Monday, I'm sure, once we get the the snow cleared. And uh, a big shout out to my brother. You know, I I thought uh, yesterday morning I'd be up plowing right away. I got up about 6 a.m. and my driveway was already done. He'd been there at 4, 4.30 in the morning and uh, and got it all cleaned up. So it's always a, a surprise to wake up to, but it looks like we're getting a little bit more tonight, but that will not deter us come next week. I'm seeing high or highs near 40, 42 degrees. Wednesday. Yeah, that's uh, where you will be doing everything. You name it, siding, windows, roofing, even some decks will be getting installed. So we will be getting a lot done next week, and we're really excited for it. We're hoping this is the end of it. An early spring. And the end of the sub-zero stuff. Yes, exactly. Please, yeah. Uh, Let's see. We have a text, uh, three-car garage, have a small roof between them where water drains off into the driveway and freezes. Could put a small gutter there, but no place for a downspout. It would just drain onto the driveway. Any solution here besides pulling snow off the roof in that area? Well, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you can do an underground drain system. And, oh, yeah. And, and those are pretty uh, – they're not very invasive. You know, you can get away without having to tear up the driveway or anything like that. You can tunnel underneath there. There's machines that do that, and that is a service that we offer on quite a regular you basis. You do? Well, you know, we, we do, I don't know, 2,500 gutter jobs a year. So when you when you do that many guttering jobs, you're going to run off across a lot of sidewalks that people do not want downspouts yeah. across. So we go underneath sidewalks, underneath, underneath driveways, and and uh, we have the the, the beaver pop up systems yep. that come out in, into the yard, and it really does make for a much better drainage area. And that ice on the driveway in the winter times can definitely be a bear. And it cuts back on all that erosion too, yeah. given the, given the yard. I know this isn't something we should laugh about, but we're, we're calling my father the the Sherman tank right now because. Because twice last week, we at my brother's house, and then uh, they were on their way down to Florida, and they stopped at our Iowa office. And both times on camera, he uh, he hit a patch of ice and went down like oh, a, no. a ton of bricks. But, I mean, for for a guy that uh, is retired, he sure is tough as nails. He pounces right back up and <laughs> can keep on going. One day he walked into the garage. We're, we're having a meeting at, at my brother Alex's house, and, and he's got blood coming down the back of his neck. And I'm like, what happened, Cap? You know what's going on out there? So yeah, ice on a driveway is a very dangerous Believe thing. Believe you know for ice anywhere, ice anywhere. It uh, you take a digger like that, it can. We we got lucky last week. Uh-huh. You can uh, you can end up hurting yourself bad. He's just a notch over thirty nine too. Just so, a notch yeah, over thirty nine. <laughs> Good, the Cappy's okay. Uh-huh. Let's go to the phones. Jerry is calling from St. Paul with a question. Jerry, uh, you're on CCO with Andy. Yes, sir. Uh, Andy, I've got a brand new deck. It's a uh, a composite decking and a powder-coated railing, and I have a large tree. The the branches overhead kind of just come right up to the edge of the deck. So my question is, how often do you think I should wash that deck? What kind of decking was it? It's composite, and I got a powder-coated railing. Okay, what type of composite decking? Uh, fusion. 
not familiar with Fusion, but I'm guessing that they would have some cleaning instructions okay. on on what to do and what to use uh, on that. Most of the composite deckings do, like uh, on my Zuri deck. I wash it as it looks dirty, and and that's one of the drawbacks on the on the Zuri deck. It does get a little bit, looks a little bit, it looks so perfect when it's clean. Yeah, and then you know you get that it, one. It's got that wood grain. Look. It, it does have yeah. the wood grain. It looks like real wood, and it looks fantastic when it's clean. But it does seem to attract more dirt than than a cedar deck. But that is, they just don't. I think it's. It's not that it gets more dirt on it. I think it just shows up a little bit more. So I'm out, I'm out there with a Swiffer or a uh, a pressure washer on on a pretty regular basis to keep it clean. Especially if we, if my if my lovely bride has people coming over, then that's uh, something we have to get after right away. It's your job. But uh, you know, just a regular pressure washer, maybe some scrubbing to if you if the tree debris is sticking to the deck. Uh, Dawn dish soap does uh, does great on the, on a lot of these products. So. I would I would just start with that, and if it looks dirty, clean it. But I would yeah. make sure you check with the manufacturer's specifications first and foremost before you use any chemicals on it. That's a good idea. Thank you, Jerry. 651-989-9226 is the phone number. There's a line open if you want to use that for your home improvement question or send a text to Andy, 81807. We've moved up to 13 degrees in the Twin Cities here on 830 WCCO. We will be right back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show presented by Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. Line is open if you want to use the phone to ask Andy a question, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Andy, the folks have been waiting on the line. Let's uh, get to it. James is calling from somewhere in Wisconsin. Go ahead, James. Andy's listening. Hi there, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Hey, um... So the question I had for you guys, in my son's bedroom, they, um, um, it's for some reason, installed like a floor-to-ceiling window, and it's always a huge draft of dirt. Would it make any sense to having someone reduce the window size when we replace the windows in the next five years or something? So it stops the draft and stuff in his room. His bedroom is always the coldest, second floor. Yeah, you know, depending on the window, you might have to have it a certain size to meet egress uh, codes, but I wouldn't be able to know that without looking looking into it. If it can be reduced, you, you can, but I'd be willing to bet there's other things at play here besides the window size that, that's causing the draft. More than likely, you're having an air infiltration issue somewhere along the lines, or there's some stack effect going on in your walls. A lot of times windows get the blame when there's actually air coming out at the trim where that perforation is. The best way to do that is to get a home performance test done. And you can do a blower door test and really start to figure out what's going on with that house and where the where the draft is coming from. I'd hate for you to put a new window in. And even if the window is taped right on the outside and spray foamed along the extension jams and all, all of that happy stuff, you could still get some, some draft coming in there. I would, I would want to look a little bit further. People replace the windows because they think that and then they get a little disappointed that it's not a big, not as a big of a difference as they, as they thought. And then they call a guy like me that has to look at a few different things and we can really figure out what the real problem is. So a blow door test to what, a couple of hundred bucks or so? Yeah. Or- Yep. Give or take. Give or take. Just look for a home performance test or heat mapping or, you know, there's a lot of different things. That, it's amazing that, that what you can call learn. It, what what you can that. learn from that. And usually, yeah. even without the blower door, I'm going to be able to figure out, uh, it's just some telltale signs that a, that an expert's going to see when they get in your attic or get into your house and you'll be able to find some things. Do you ever notice, James, um, any air coming out your outlets areas? 
no, not outlets. It is. It's kind of funny you say that. Um, I thought all the windows in it um, is very good. They put, installed very high quality Anderson windows. It's just his bedroom is always the coldest with that window. So, and that my wife agrees that it's always colder around the trim area. Okay. Yeah, take a look at that. Next time you're in the in his room, if there's an outlet along that wall, feel that outlet too. Um, see if there's any air coming out there, and that that could tell you a lot. Okay, very good. Good luck with that, and, James. And don't go buy any of those silly foam outlet covers that you're. <laughs> they don't people, work. That, you know, this just 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 put in the cold air someplace. Get to else. the root of the yeah. problem, right? Yeah. All right, Sandy is calling from Minnetonka, I believe. Sandy, you are on with Andy. Hi, Andy. A little while ago, you were talking about that you put downspouts under the under your driveways and stuff, you know. And I was wondering um, if you, when you do that, if you use tubing that's got holes in it to to uh, spread the water around, or if you use solid piping to put the water out. We use solid piping, and then there's a pop-up system that disperses the water as it comes out. Um, you know, there's, I, I've, I've seen some where they're going to try to disperse it, but I'm just more comfortable. I don't know where the water's going right there. If it's right next to the house, I want to get it away from the house. I mean, that's usually the purpose to have a gutter anyway, so that's what we normally do. Okay. There you go, Sandy. Yeah, but, the, but do you have that underground? And you can say they can do it under you, – you guys can do that under yeah, driveways – Things like that, and uh-huh. that goes to that beaver trap. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool thing. Six five one nine eight. Thanks, Andy. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Scott is calling from Ham Lake. Scott, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Got a deck question. Okay. Had a redwood deck with a wheelchair ramp put on my dad's house last summer. Uh, my girlfriend has a redwood that's been painted. What are your thoughts on putting salt on there for ice control? Well, you know, if it's a protected wood, you should be okay. I mean, on my cedar deck, I never had any issues with putting salt on it. Um, I, you know, the way my house is, just to give you a visualization, the my deck is my front entryway. So you're going up deck stairs onto the deck, and then you're coming in my front door that way. So it's a very, very high traffic area. And being that those steps are used by... Everybody that comes to my house, they get uh, regular salt. And before I've had the Zuri decking, I had cedar on there, and you know. But I was finishing my deck on a pretty regular basis. It wasn't a solid paint like like that is. You yeah. should be fine with that. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but you should be okay to to salt that. Okay, very good. Thank you, Scott. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Tell you what, Andy, let's uh, take a break. Our usual bottom of the hour break. We have another half hour of the show to go, so uh, don't go away. 13 degrees in a moment. We'll have a look at that forecast. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show presented every week by our friends at Linda's Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch? 1-800-LEAFCARD. Always the easiest uh, number to remember. If you want to send Andy your home improvement question via text, that's 81807, or you can call us at 651-989-9226. Gary is calling from Avon, Minnesota, with a question. Gary, Andy's listening. What is your question, please? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is looking to put in a deck next this coming spring, and he's in a clay soil. And uh, my neighbor tells me that the power crew told him that frost is now down at least five feet, 
And uh, I drove by a house the other day where the deck has looks like it's lifted probably six inches at least on one corner. So if you put a process, if you put your post down at least five six feet and put your uh, concrete pad under that, is there anything if you backfill with clay? Is that clay still going to freeze to the post and lift it anyway? Is there any way around that? Uh, yeah, there's a way around it with a better made footing and not just the disc and or looking to the diamond pier system. Sometimes with the clay soil, though, we, we have some issues with getting those approved, but I have yet to have any customer contact us about our deck moving because of the frost when we have the diamond pier in or really any deck because we do footings well. Would a certain areas, certain cities have problems with the diamond pier uh, yeah. system? Some, there, some, there, there's, there's certain times when, we, when we, we can't use them, but mainly it's because it hasn't been tested or they're, they're new. It really, uh, like last year, was very rare when, when we ran into that. The year before, a little bit more. The year before that, a little bit more. But as they becoming more well-known and, and used around the, around the metro, people usually have no problem with them. Because you guys have had a lot of success with uh, them, haven't you? A lot of success. And they That's go why in, you use them. They go in quick. It's, a, it's way easier than, than digging a hole, I can tell you that much. And as far as a stable place to build a deck, it's as good as it gets. Good deal. There you go, Gary. Uh, 651-989-9226. Jim is calling from Circle Pines with a question. Jim, you're on CCO with Andy. Good morning. Morning. Um, I'm a longtime listener, and I've never heard a question like this. Andy, I've got um, a gable end of my house facing the street, um, and I have had for years uh, board and batten cedar siding on it. The woodpeckers have decimated the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm finally through with it. I replaced it once. I want to put something else on there. Now, I know you uh, really like LP SmartSide. Yep, and stainless steel. Okay. Um, what's your thought? i got to get this out of here. I'm going to take the uh, 1x12 side, uh, uh, cedar off, and we got to put something else that looks similar. Okay. Yeah, if, you, if you're going for a look of cedar, I mean... It's tough to beat the LP smart side. Yeah. It really is, and and I've yet to see a woodpecker do any damage to it. Mainly because it's 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 a manufactured wood, not real wood. So I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't worry about the woodpeckers after you go that route. All right, good. Yeah, it's, uh, and you could, there's so many varieties uh, the, of the which yeah, LP. Yeah, he, he talks about. He sounds like he has a couple different uh, profiles of 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 advertising or uh, of of advertising of siding on his on his house. And and if 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 you want to mix and match, like I have lots of customers that'll have a board and batten look, and then I'll have different one type of siding on one side or brick on the front. We do a lot of different things or a lot of things with different stones. So it's not uncommon to have three different types of siding put on one house so i wouldn't worry about that meet with a true professional and and uh like what we can do on on a house like jim's is take pictures and actually show you what the different profiles are going to look like sometimes people want to keep with the same look because that's what the safe thing is and that's what they think they like until they really start to look into the options out there and what different colors or profiles will do to the look of their house. And once they are able to see that and visualize that, then they, uh, they, they, they seem to want to make a change. So. All right. So good choices. Thank you, Jim. 
Uh, again, uh, if you want to get in touch with Linda, one eight hundred Leaf Guard. One eight hundred Leaf Guard. Can you find a text there uh, that uh, I can't see it from here? You uh, you can read that. Uh, they want to open up a main floor and remove a wall. Well, lots of people that want to do that. Yeah. We we get that question on a pretty pretty regular basis. Uh, this wall has a cool air return. What are the options other than redirecting it? I don't know if you can move the cool air return to somewhere in the ceiling or somewhere in the floor or, or a different part of the wall, but that's really your only options if you're going to be removing that entire wall. Uh, we'll take a look into it, but this is something that uh, my design build people have to tackle on a pretty regular basis. So when they come out and go through the design process, we usually go through all of that, but opening up walls and and making living spaces one big open area is something that people like to do the 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 kitchen area is becoming part of the living room it's 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 just way 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 people want all one big area everybody be involved with everything and um you know it, it can create some difficulties with with echoing i i've noticed i like uh, on that and people ask about that so that's a, a thought process that we have and something that we're talking about especially if you're well if you're like me and you've been in this industry your your whole life and and as you're as i seem to get up and uh, a little bit older my ears seem to be failing me as as i get older and so an echoey area can sometimes be a, a difficult thing and and using the the right type of materials when you're going through that process can can make a difference so something we want to talk about when you're opening up uh, an entire main level our real estate friends chris and andy uh, have used the term recently in recent shows cuz many people you think about a living room. Mm-hmm. Well, the living room is never used anymore, right? Yeah. They call it the museum room because nobody goes there. Nobody goes There's there. There's the furniture yeah. and it's, nobody ever goes there. Yeah. The museum room. I like that. 651-989-9226. Newly constructed home, Texter says. Sump pump in the fall discharged several times a day, creating soggy spot. Are there any downsides to sending the discharge underground? We're talking about underground. Well, if you don't know where the water's going, once it gets underground, it can, it can lead to some bad things. It can lead to some washout. It can lead to some foundation issues. It can lead to a wet basement. Now, if you're channeling that water and going underground a long ways away from the house and maybe there's a dry well that it's going into and dispersing itself from there, um, then, then you're probably, you're going to want to think about where that water is going once you go underground. And I see this a lot. And, and I never, never get that. It, these sub pumps are designed and they're spilling all of the water out right next to the house. Yeah. I mean, it's going right back down the foundation, right back into the drain tile system, right back into the sump pump basket and Cycle. it's just charging again. So I, I mean, I, it was four or five years ago, I noticed that my sub pump was, was running uh, more than more than it should, and and the way it, way it works is I had mine was going way out in the house, but there's some PVC piping that ran underneath my deck, and and there was an elbow that turned and and went, and again it's, it was fifteen twenty years old, and I never go underneath my deck; it's all you yeah. know enclosed up, and you know I'm, I'm I'm a rather large fella, and doing the belly crawl underneath my deck isn't early <laughs> top five on the on my list of things to do, but I, I finally went underneath there and looked, and of course it it had rattled loose or an animal or a critter was underneath there chasing a, another critter. Well, my dogs tend to get underneath there and, and chase things at, at times. I'm sure it got knocked off. And I know it was glued at one point, but the elbow was off. So no water was going into that pipe. Ah. It was just constantly draining next to my house. And I lucked out that that I never lost power or anything like that. So I never really had any water problems in my basement. So it, I, I got lucky and found it early. But some people, 
they don't they don't get so lucky and all that water drains next to your house and imagine that the sub pump is how many more times it cycles yeah. if you cut that 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 the amount of times the sub pump has to come on in half you're extending you're you're extending its life what happens if that sub pump burn, burns out now you don't no, usually I, notice that until you got a you step down into your basement and you got a wet foot Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you want to phone in your home improvement question or send a text eight one eight zero seven. Text says, "Can patio doors be replaced during the winter? It looks like some of the glass has malfunctioned because it is dripping with water." It could be a seal failure, so you've lost any of the insulating qualities that that glass pack has. So the glass is, you know colder than it should be so you got condensation happening there it could be as simple as a your humidity level is too high in your house so i would want to look at that and maybe lower that before i have to go and replace my whole door but to answer your question of course yeah patio doors can get replaced uh, all winter long and we do them all winter long it's uh it's one of those uh, products it seems like we're doing more and more and more of it a lot of it has to do with the homes that have been built in the last 30 years and those those patio doors that, that were used weren't uh, – they were kind of designed to last 15, 20 years and they're all coming to the end of their life yeah. and, and people are, are – are, I don't know if, if people are using their outdoor spaces more but it, it definitely seems to be talked about a lot more. Outdoor living, outdoor oh, that's patio for areas, sure. outdoor yeah. kitchens, things like outdoor that. Outdoor kitchens especially. I mean you walk around one of these home shows – Ten years ago, you'd be hard pressed to find an outdoor kitchen. Now they're going to be down near every aisle that you go down. Especially, I'm I'm sure at the patio shore, and I know next weekend or in two weekends at the convention center, it, it, you'll you'll see a bunch of them. So I, I think these patio doors are are getting used a lot more. And when the manufacturers made them 15, 20 years ago, they're thinking, ah, you know, they're oh, going to use this once in a while. Yeah, it's going to get used that. once in a while. Yeah. They weren't designed to be used as entry doors yeah. or gone in and out as much as they are nowadays. Uh, with a with a with a well made patio door, you're going to get a lifetime warranty on all moving parts, a lifetime warranty on on basically every aspect of the door. So they are designed to be used as as even an entry door. And I have one. I you do that. I, I uh, one of my customers, a close friend of mine, and we we put it in his house. That the patio door is his entry into the house, and it's got to be five years now, and mm-hmm. we haven't gone back and touched this darn thing. It's a good sign. Yeah. Andy, we have to uh, take a break. A quick one. If you have a home improvement question, there's a line open. You can use it. or send Andy that text at 81807. We've moved to 13 degrees in the Twin Cities. We're hoping to head to 31. We also expect some snow in the Twin Cities, 1 to 3 today, and possibly another 3 to 5 inches overnight through early tomorrow morning. Right now in CCO 13. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show. Denny along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. If you happen to have a uh, home improvement type of question, you can call it, and we still have time for yours at uh, 651-989-9226. Or send Andy a text, 81807. And if you're out and about at by River Center, St. Paul Home and Patio Show, you can catch Lindis Construction there, too. Yeah, absolutely. Stop in and see my guy that's there, and we will talk to you about whatever you want to talk about and show you every one of our products right there, and we got before and after pictures. And if you can't make it there, just check out our website, and you can take advantage of uh, the deals we have going on right now. Free labor on the installation of LeafGuard, GAF Asphalt Roofing, Infinity Windows by Marvin, Season Guard Windows, Season Guard Patio Doors, and, of course, our Entry Doors, which we're really excited about. We got a couple of new ones this year, and uh, Provia came out with a new design of a door. And if you haven't seen what this door looks like, it's 
it's pretty cool. I was going to look at putting a different brand door in my house to test it. Yeah. But I really, really am in love with the way this Provia door looks like. So I, I am pretty sure that's what I'm going to be putting in my house. So That's pretty cool. I, now, coming up in, I can't remember the exact date, but uh, there's going to be the Home and Garden Show here just a few blocks from where we are. In the uh-huh. convention center, right? Correct. A couple of weeks from yep, now? Yep. The, at the Home and Patio Show, I think it starts on, is it Wednesday? The Home already? and Garden Show? Or, yeah. or the, the the Minneapolis Show? The big the one. The big center, Home the and big, Garden Show. Yep, yep. They so, call it the big one. They're the all big one. They're yeah. all big. They're getting bigger. The U.S. Bank. So there was a lot of people that came I through there. I should say I was there. We were doing some broadcasts there, and that, there were a ton of people. There. Yeah, it was yeah. a it was a fun show. My guys had a good time, and I don't know. It's just neat when you uh, or you're in that new stadium. They, yeah. they they did a really good job building that. I should say six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Let's uh, talk to Harold, who's calling from St. Paul, I believe. Good morning, Harold. Good morning. What can we do for you? I have noisy duct work in my house. Uh, the ducts are between the first and second floor. Is there any way to uh, alleviate that other than tearing out the ceiling and replacing the duct work because it snaps and pops when the furnace is running? Hmm. Uh, it sounds like your duct work's getting too cold, and it's more more likely an expansion contraction. I wonder if you don't have an air leak someplace else or there's some some air infiltration coming in from the outside. Mm. So if that, uh, when well, that snapping and popping is usually because of the duct work when the, when the heater's going, I'm get. do you hear this in the summertime too, Harold? Uh, no, I don't think so. Probably. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's not going to do it as much when, when the air, air conditioning is running. So well, more what, likely, what can Harold do about that? Uh, I would, again, there's a lot of things. A home performance test or heat mapping of your house is going to tell you. If you can stop that cold air from getting to that duct work or making sure that your house is, is properly insulated and, and, and has the, the proper air infiltration things in place so that cold air isn't getting there, it can make a big difference. So I would start there before I have to tear out all my duct work. And even tearing all the ductwork, yeah. it might not make a difference. That's true. You, you gotta, put in new ductwork, and you can have new ductwork making new ductwork sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, so really, there, there's another example of what a, a relatively inexpensive blower door test. Yeah. Right. Or like you said, even somebody let, like a professional, yeah, you know, call your local energy provider. That's they'll, a good. They'll idea. Give you a whole list of people that come out and do that. You can call us. We can come out and do it. And it's uh, anybody. Uh, there's a lot of people out, and especially in the metro area here. Up, uh, up, up north, like we are, that we probably have more people uh, being able to do this than almost any market in the country. Probably right. Thanks, Harold. Uh, Carol is calling in from Forest Lake, I believe. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. How can we help you today? Um, I want to ask Andy if uh, putting salt on the Zuri decking. He put Zuri decking on our our porch and steps, and it's extremely slippery. It's beautiful, but it's slippery. It does get a little slick, doesn't it? Pardon? It does get slick, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I'm very aware of that. But can you, the salt damage it? I have not damaged mine in three okay. years now with the salt, so um, I, I have no problem with that. It's, it's, it's you know... It's, it's pretty impervious to a lot yeah. of stuff, isn't I mean, it? I'm like, one of the things I did uh, with a nail once with it where I tried to gouge it, I mean, this stuff is, 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 is darn near bulletproof, so you, you should be fine, Carol. Okay, good. How do you like it other than it being slippery? Oh, it's gorgeous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it is nice, very nice. It, it, it's 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 one of those things. They just they there isn't a perfect material out there. I mean, the very best looking one in my eyes is, is the Zuri, but 
it can get a little bit dirty and it can be quite slick. But some of the other composite deckings, it's not like it's it's crazy a big difference. I think I just noticed it because I spent all this money on my Zuri decking and it's slippery and it, it bugs me a little bit, but a little bit of salt goes a long ways. Yeah. And it, it, you've, uh, I remember when you first brought uh, samples in uh, and maybe it was Luke that brought the samples in to, uh, to show us uh-huh. here. That's pretty neat. As I said earlier, that wood grain, it looks like it's real wood. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Thank you, Carol. Doug in St. Cloud, I believe has a question for you. Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, I was wondering what uh, going price is to add a like a four season porch. It doesn't have to have windows everywhere. I'd like a couple in the front and maybe one on the side, and uh, twelve by fourteen roughly. Is it is that even possible to give a ballpark? Ah, it's just for a no with, without really looking at anything. I want to say, I don't know, Doug. It, it, it's so dangerous for me to do that. It, Ten to twenty-five thousand. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty fair these days. Somewhere in there. Yeah, that so help you out, Dougie. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yep. Okay. One eight hundred Leaf Guard. Then you can find out for sure. Yeah. You, you want to know the exact number? Have, have one of yeah. my have one of my guys come out and take a look at it, and he'll tell you exactly what it costs. All right. And you know what the other cool part is? What? If it's a lot more than you think it's going to be, the, the amount of financing programs and things like that that my company has access to and payment options that, that we can do low interest and no interest rates that we, that we can get depending on the product. These manufacturers are great in the springtime. They make these deals with these banks where I can go and offer to my customers all these awesome interest rates. So buying home improvements – is always easiest this time of year because it, usually you're getting in before the big price increases. It seems like May, June is when I start getting all these letters. Oh, we were having a good year, so we're going to raise the prices. Hey, it's been a great year. We're going to raise the prices. So, you know, getting in now, people are all coming out the window going, oh, we got to get sales going. So they do everything possible to make the needle move. And then uh, sometimes you wonder where these manufacturers are making any money. All right, I know we've got a couple of minutes uh, left or less, actually. Uh, someone was at the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, like we were talking about, uh, the uh, Home and Remodeling Show, and they talked to Linda's folks about when, when – their question, I guess, is is how how much lead time? What what If you talk to somebody today, let's say, uh-huh. and I don't know how far out you guys are, but if somebody wants some, some new windows in their home uh, and they say, yeah, sign me up, what are we looking at? One month, two months, three months What what uh, for new windows? Well, if it's usually about anywhere from five to ten days to come out and give you an estimate. And from the time you say yes on Windows, anywhere from, depending on the time of year, four to eight weeks before we get the installation done. Installation takes anywhere so from one to three days uh, on average, depending on, 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 the, on the project. So um, hopefully that answers their question. It all depends on, on how things are going. Usually takes at least two to three weeks to get the windows in. Remember, w- when we do windows, everything is custom, custom made for That's that right. opening. So we're we're gonna we're, we're gonna come out and measure the window exactly to fit that opening, order it, and just that process alone takes about three weeks. All right, in thirty seconds or less, come to the home and patio show because you got deals. Yeah, free installation on LeafGuard gutters, GAF asphalt roofing, Infinity windows by Marvin, Season Guard windows, and of course. 
our our lovely leaf guard gutters oh, that yes. you'll never have to worry about. And they're pretty gutters too, Doug. Huh? Darn right. All right. Andy, take care. We'll see you next week for the, another show here on A3OWCCO. We're going to talk weather coming up. Snow is on the way. Not quite sure. Maybe one to three later today. Right now in the Twin Cities, CCO temperature reading still holding at 13.